Over the past two years of making Tumble, we've heard that a lot of our listeners are using it in the classroom. We're so excited when we hear that. And that's why this year we're working to create educational resources that make it even easier to use Tumble in the classroom and at home. If you're a teacher or parent who uses Tumble for education, please, please email us at tumblepodcast at gmail.com. And we will send you materials in exchange for your feedback, which we value very much. Or if you contribute to our Patreon campaign at the $5 level or above, you already have access to our educational PDFs. So we're adding on to those all the time and make sure you stop by and check it out. Education is one of the reasons we make Tumble. The other one is that it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) We also should mention we're just a few dollars short of our next Patreon milestone goal. And when we hit it, I'll have to write a song about a science topic of your choosing that has words. I can't wait to hear the song. So click support on the top of our website, tumblepodcast.com, for the link to our Patreon page. And now it's time for the show. Hi, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Today, we're going to be talking about something kind of weird. What lives on our shower heads. Wait, something is living on our shower head? Yep. And we'll be turning our bathroom into a laboratory to help discover what it is. episode we headed to the Thinkery, an amazing children's museum in Austin, Texas. All right, testing, testing. Emmett, can you say something? Can you say go Cubs? Go Cubs! We found two brothers to help us unravel the mysteries of what lives on our shower head. My name is Isaiah and I'm 11 years old. My name is Caleb and I'm 9 years old. We're doing an episode about what lives on your shower head. So can you first tell me, do you have a shower head at home? Uh, yeah, we do. What do they look like? They are, they have holes in them and they sometimes look rusty. So do you think that anything lives on that shower head or have you ever seen anything living on it? Not like animal-wise, but I can guess that there will be a lot of like rust and bacteria just sitting on there and just kind of living. I got a book from my school library and it said stuff that's living on your body which could also be living on your shower head stuff living on your body like you know a tribe of gnomes <laughs> maybe made their home in your armpit every morning they're like hey dude what's going on just doing our gnome life <laughs> caleb is talking about microbes the kind of life you need a microscope to see so very small gnomes <laughs> <laughs> No, like bacteria and other stuff like yeast and amoebas. So, and all this stuff is invisible to us. Like, there's microbes right here, right now, maybe living on my nose. They're in this room. We are surrounded. I mean, literally, if you're sitting in a room, all the surfaces that you're looking at, there's microbes on all of them. You know, there's microbes on our desk. There's microbes in your bathroom. There's microbes on the floor underneath your feet and the soil outside your home. We can't see them, but there are often thousands of them in any given spot. That's Dr. Noah Fear. He's a biologist who studies microbes. So, I mean, that's cool for him to study, but I'm still trying to get past this whole I'm surrounded by tiny organisms thing. 
Yeah, that you can't even see. It's it's weird. I get it. The idea of like if I looked under a microscope at like a surface that I eat on and see like all these little living things on there, that would kind of gross me out a little bit. Should we be grossed out by it? Uh, no reason to be grossed out. Most of them aren't so-called germs, right? So most of them aren't going to hurt you at all. In fact, some of them may actually be beneficial. Noah told me that most microbes don't bother us at all, or they actually keep us healthy by building our immune systems. It's only a very few, like certain viruses, that are bad for us. Okay, well, but so why study showerheads? If you scrape out a bit of gunk from your showerhead and look at it under a microscope, you'll see that it's just loaded with bacteria. There are probably thousands of microbes that call your showerhead home. And they're not just floating around in the showerhead. They actually live in a slime. We call it a biofilm, but it's a slime that forms on the inside of the showerhead. And the bacteria produce this slime so they can hang out there. Oh, that's gross. I know. It's like showerhead, the secret of the ooze. <laughs> Wait, so is this just a big public service announcement to remind everyone to clean every part of their shower, especially the shower head. I know I've never cleaned my shower head, so obviously I'm not that worried about it. Noah would probably prefer that people keep their shower heads nice and slimy. That way, he can use them in his experiments. <laughs> the slimier, the better. So our question is, do different shower heads in different locations across the United States have different bacteria in them? And our hypothesis is that they will be different. And they'll be different, um, largely driven by what the chemistry of the water is in your house. So to do his experiment, Noah needs to both test the bacteria in the showerhead and the water in the shower. And he wants to get samples from over a thousand homes across the country. So he's going on a giant showerhead road trip saying like, hey, got any bacteria? I'd like to look at it. Yeah, knock, knock, knock. Want to get into your bathroom uh, with this swab? <laughs> That's not weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll totally open my door for that. But yeah, it sounds impractical. I think that Caleb and Isaiah might have some better ideas. Well, what I would try to do is I would take, like, different shower heads from all across the country and then monitor each one of them over, like, a three-month period. And you can kind of, I don't have the tools for it, but chances are scientists will have the tools to kind of zoom in and monitor every little thing that kind of is born on there and moves over to it and then just stays there. Well, I would do Isaiah's thing, but I would also... Tell people that, like, if they're getting new shower heads or, like, they still have theirs, take their shower head off and, like, take a microscope that people send in the mail to people and just, like, see what's living on their body. But we, but the scientists ships a bunch of them to people across the country. If you were to approach people across the country, like, how would you get them to look at their shower heads? I would probably first explain the situation and be like, hey, we are trying to figure out what is living on everyday things, and this time we're doing shower heads. Whoa, Isaiah and Caleb are pretty much scientists already. I know. I wanted to hand them a lab coat because they're totally brilliant. Noah is actually doing something very similar to what they suggested. 
He's enlisting everyday people like you and me to do science with everyday things. It's something called citizen science. It's really helpful to have all these volunteers that are willing to help us with this study and, and sample their own showerheads. Noah and the other scientists working on the project are sending out packages to anyone who signs up on their website to sample or collect microbes and data from their showerhead. We're not just going off on our own and doing what scientists do and not talking to anybody else. You know, our goal is to involve people in the scientific process and share the results so you can find out what's in your showerhead and how your showerhead may vary from others across the United States. So anyone can volunteer? Yes. And get this. I volunteered us. Really? Yeah. It's going to be great. Let's go. (laughs) The kit is basically, um, it's fairly low tech. So here's the package. Right. So it's um, a set of instructions. So here's how you do it. Showerhead sampling protocol. That's important because we want to make sure everybody is sampling the showerhead in the same way. Estimated time for completion, 20 minutes. Oh my gosh, that's forever. What we do is we ask people to take apart their showerhead, basically unscrew it. I think we're about to see all the gross stuff that's inside. I'm not sure I know how to remove it. And we essentially take what it looks kind of like a large Q-tip. Like a Q-tip and like a fancy carrier. And you rub it around on the inside of the showerhead. You're picking up that gunk. Swabbing. The microbial slime that's in there. Ew! <laughs> This is slimy. And then at the same time, we ask people to do a bunch of measurements of the chemistry of their water. Pass the strip under the shower water stream for one second and remove. Do not shake excess water from the test strip. It's um, essentially little pieces of paper that have chemicals embedded on the paper that turn different colors. This is feeling very official. We're recording data. So, for example, if you have high amounts of chlorine versus low amounts of chlorine, the paper will turn different colors. What is it? It looks like maybe 4.0. And so you can look at the color and it will tell you how much chlorine you have in your water sample. Like that, don't you think? I would say it's between two and four. I would say three. We compile all the data from all these samples, both on what your water looks like, what your water chemistry is, and also what bacteria we found in your showerhead. And then we give you that information. So we've sent our package in to be analyzed. And we'll let you know when we find out in a few months what Noah learns. Again, he has a hypothesis, what he thinks he's going to find. But he's also sure that he'll make new discoveries of new species you'd never expect to find on your showerhead, like tarantulas. That's not a new species. You don't have to go to a deep sea vent. You don't have to go to a tropical rainforest to find unique biodiversity. You can just literally take a Q-tip and see what's growing inside your showerhead to find all sorts of unique bacteria. So let it be known, if you want to find bizarre forms of life, all you have to do is just look in your bathroom. And we're not talking about your brother. I can't wait to find out what's living under our toilet seat. (laughs) Hey, I'm Earl. I live under your toilet seat. (laughs) That's our show. Thanks to Dr. Noah Fear and his lab at the University of Colorado Boulder. 
Also thanks to Dr. Rob Dunn, who happens to be one of my favorite science writers, and he let us know about this awesome citizen science project. Also thanks to Caleb Isaiah and the Thinkery in Austin, Texas, especially Katie Kizier, Clara Merchant, and Mira Sweller. We talked to tons of kids for this episode, so keep your ears tuned to our Facebook and Twitter for extra interviews from the Thinkery. For links to more information about the Showerhead Microbiome Project, which is what Noah's project is called, and tons of other cool citizen science projects you can participate in, visit the blog on our website, tumblepodcast.com. And while you're there, check out the donate link. It'll take you to our Patreon campaign, where you can support Tumble in exchange for neat rewards. Sarah Lentz is our associate producer. And I'm Marshall Escamilla, and I make the music. I'm Lindsay Patterson, and I produce this show. And stay tuned for more stories of science discovery. <laughs> <laughs>